0: <laughs> hey folks, this he is to Lurie Long podcast, and I'm with my great friend,
1: you Cast Ari
0: Shadow, David, also world. our producer. Little Wilco, different song for Wilco today. You a um, listen, Today, um, it, is, it strikes me that there are so many, I had this conversation with a, a lawyer down the hallway, a family law attorney, very bright, very super bright, fun guy, uh, but he's super liberal, but an older guy. But uh, what I like about him is he, he's very reasonable. And he can laugh at himself a little bit. So what do we talk about? I said, I just want to know point blank. Look, these three scandals that we're facing, uh, that Obama's facing, the IRS scandal, Benghazi and the a p press situation what what do you think about that? We'll call him John. John said, "You know it's all hyped up. We don't know the facts yet. Uh, it's a bunch of Republicans trying to smear Obama. you know they they're they're sore losers they want they'll do anything to destroy him. That sort of thing. I said, okay, and then uh, the facts are not out yet so then I said. And let me just ask you, if this were a Republican president and everything else was the same, the Ira scandal, Benghazi and such, what would you be saying? Oh, I totally want his impeachment and arrest. <laughs> and I think he meant it. I think and he knows that that's what, what would be the case. He would actually mean that.
1: Oh, it means is he's just as much of a political uh, sniper as those he's accusing of being political right. snipers, I mean, technically. But, but he's being honest about it. Yeah.
0: And I and, respect that, just right, like I, I think I do. you did. I did. I um, did. Look, when I was, uh, I, I was never a, a full-on Democrat, but when I was more on the liberal side of the camp, um, and I, I really liked Bill Clinton after 1996. I voted for him in 96. Ew. Ew. I know. I'm sorry. Ew. But you know what? I, <sighs> don't you, wouldn't you rue for the days that we would have Bill Clinton today instead of Obama? Come on. No. No. Come
1: on. No. Uh-huh. All right. Well, Whatever. I, is, have, I have well-thought-out reasons for it, too. And te- well, let me put it this way. Technically, I root for the days in that. If we were going to have all things being equal, we are going to have Newt Gingrich heading the House of Representatives, understood. the Republican Party, which was more vibrant and conservative, and yeah. I see what you're saying. Say yeah, for you, you, would t-
0: you would take the whole package as it was back in the 90s, yeah. as opposed to with the but whole as package as, as it a, is a, in, a, in the, in the 20, in yeah. 2012. Set. Listen, but what, my point is that I'm saying that, you know, he he took that position and had, you know, when I was for Clinton, and that's what I was bringing up, when I was for Clinton, I was very upset when I learned about his lying under oath. Lying to the American people, that was bad, of course, but that it, in and of itself is not a crime. But it is a crime, perjury, when you say it in a deposition. And I was on that Democrat side. And I heard my friends, my allies on the Democratic side saying, Oh, it's nothing. This is all about sex. They're, they're twisting the story. And I said, no, it's not. I mean, it was very clear to me that the Republicans in this case were right. This was perjury. And uh, Clinton didn't have to like it. He, you know, he was squirming and such. But don't tell me that this is nothing. And uh, I found myself being totally against him. And frankly, I, I felt he deserved what he got. The impeachment, he was impeached. People forget that.
1: Clinton was actually impeached. Yeah, well, they forgot because our media never says it anymore. Never, no. And it's, it's and, and kind you, of relevant. Right. And not only was he impeached, Your point. although he wasn't removed from office, he did not have the good taste or honor of a tricky Dick Nixon to step down and say, you know what, I'm going to salvage this office. I'm going to show dignity and respect to this thing that's bigger than me, and I'm going to step down after I've done this and try to come to terms with it Right. Because Nixon resigned before they could impeach him because he realized it, a lot of people say, "Well, it was writing on the wall; he was going to face X, Y, Z. So what? He had enough honor for the presidency, right?" To resign. And, and, and as
0: Gerald Ford later said, "Our long national nightmare is over," and he, he spared the country that problem. Again, uh, you know that's a, that's an issue for a later day, I suppose. But I, I really, I saw for what what it was, and. We need to have that sort of objectivity when it comes to seeing the scandals for what they are without looking as uh, to to who's in charge at the time. Your man, who if you're a pro-Obama person, your man has made some major mistakes. That doesn't mean that all Democrats have made a major mistake. It's not even a reflection on the Democrats.
1: We're just talking about him. We're just, just talking the about The job he did. And his nothing administration. personal. And it's not about his skin color either, which is a very important point to... Oh, to, yeah. To make.
0: Well, that's going to go to our next point, which is uh, how And Ari, you said this before we even started this, how people will play. Uh, they'll try to force you into their language. Whereas one client of mine once said uh, forcing you into their swimming pool. Yeah. And you have to deal with their swimming pool. You're, yes, you're both in water. But the reality yeah, is but it's their pee. It's their pee. It's, it's their it's their uh, the shape of the pool and, and
1: so on. Um, Who cares about the shade of the pool? It's the pee you care about. Apparently, about, right? yeah. <laughs> but they're I, in water.
0: Yeah. But th- <laughs> that's what they do, is they, they will force you to swim in their pool, as it were, and you have to speak their language, and you just did it. You said it's not about skin color, which only makes them think that, oh, it is about skin color. You know, you have to say that it's not about, and, and it puts you on the defensive, right? You and I know that this is garbage, and I'm, I don't even bring it up anymore. If somebody said says to me, oh, it's only because he's, he's black or ha- whatever it is, and, and I'll, I'll say, don't don't avoid the arguments. Yeah, you know what I just, like just, to point out? I, I say, uh-huh. don't avoid the arguments. Just stick to the subject. Stick to it because this the skin color will not deal, whatsoever, does not justify his doing nothing during the wee hours of the morning during the Benghazi uh, crisis. Well, it he does was not sleeping
1: justify... Like a, well, he was
0: sleeping like a log. Right, yeah, the famous world. 3 a.m. call. Uh, and he and he, it does not justify targeting conservatives, where is that relationship? And I don't want to hear about it. If you, unless you can show me a relationship, don't tell me about it. Yeah.
1: Well, the response I like to say is, that's funny. I, I thought he was the president of the United States, elected by a majority of the people, right. who I guess look Bond, his skin color, because they're not racist. Right. It's, Which, it's such uh, garbage. Yeah. It's such garbage
0: just as much as the the, the, the lie that uh, Bill Clinton was not this, was not about perjury. It was
1: about perjury. You mean about sex? Sa- oh yeah, not about perjury. Right. And as they say, it's only about sex.
0: Right. Yeah. So, so here we go. There's there's a couple of there are many other phrases that people use in our nomenclature they, in our in our popular parlance as we as as it were, um, and we have to play these games. Uh, you brought up the example of um, the tragic events of 9 And and that is such a good example to start with. Um, it's not the tragic events of 9 11, as if somehow, uh, and you, because the only way to understand that visually is to understand, you know, you have to know what actually happened. But th- in and of itself, the tragic
1: events of 9 11, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. Right. If you were really describing it, you'd say the jihadist act on 9 11. That's right. The perfect act of right. submission forced upon non believers oh. into Islam. Or, or, you know, yeah, if, you wanna, if, if you want to go to the point of people jumping right. out of a burning building and submitting to death. Right, but that's not a truncated phrase, right? I mean,
0: if you were, if you were doing a truncated phrase, perhaps you would say something like uh, the jihadist terror
1: attack, uh, you know, uh, of 9-11. Or the act of war on 9-11, right. the beginning of World War Three. Okay, if you, yeah. But, and, but, and, and one but, other thing that you never hear anymore, because they've erased it off of the skyline of New York, they've erased it from our memory is mm-hmm. the words World Trade Center. They don't say the names of the building anymore. Mm. It's just 9-11. It's supposed to be an all-encompassing thing. The World Trade Center were these great towers, you know, phallic, iraq, tall. Anthony Weiner might like them, right? Yeah. And they were cut down in a, uh, basically in a sexual mutilation act and are now uh, in negative space. They decided to make the, the, the monuments of them the pits of collapse. Mm-hmm. It, if it, That could only happen if you eliminated the words World Trade Center. Right. Because if people thought World Trade Center were these grand buildings, a monument akin to Mount Rushmore or the right. Golden Gate Bridge, people would have demanded, not the New York zoning people or the, the, the people who planned Lower Manhattan's uh, you know, buildings, but the American people have demanded, we want our monument back and we want it the way it was, if not bigger. Not this stupid thing they're building now with some little stick on top of it. I mean the actual towers. Right. And, and by eliminating World Trade Center from the, from the memory and the way we talk, we've allowed the buildings to truly be destroyed.
0: Right. I agree. And not only that, but, but, but not making them the tallest buildings, at least in New York then uh, you are um, basically playing into the terrorist, and they, they win because— Yeah, you're submitting. They've literally—well, I'm not talking about that. I'm the, they've literally cut us down. Right. That's what they've done uh, by saying, okay, well, you know what? You were too tall for your own britches, and we're going to cut you down. And uh, that's what, just what they've done and, and, and so on. Other phrases that are in the parlance um, when it comes to—and and sometimes you know they try to f- factor it in. For example, apartheid in Israel. Yeah, they try to use that phrase. They I was going to say jam the, the other phrase. one,
1: roadmap. The way they always yes, talk, roadmap. A peace process, right? Whatever it, that means. Yeah, whatever those mean.
0: Ugh. Yeah, it's so frustrating. And then within there, there's also other phrases like uh, the
1: settlements, right? They're not settlements, right. folks. Right. You, you never hear neighborhoods, right. subdivisions. <clears throat> uh, um, you know. Uh, suburban sprawl. You hear settlements, as if, as if to create the image in the American voter's mind, of Native mm-hmm. Americans, wheedling on the plain, hunting buffalo, and then here come the dirty, unwashed right. cowboys. Yeah, the
0: settlements. like right?
1: That's right. We we are. You know. And it, you hear the and you hear
0: the theme from F Troop. I know. I, I got you. Yeah. But the, the, it it does seem like an encroachment, a creeping, encroachment of these poor, innocent people in their natural habitat, and and we are encroaching. And uh, and that's the way they would like it, of course, you know. And 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 their whole parlance about it is that there's a Jewish settlement, right, in the West Bank. Okay, but they don't talk about the Arab settlements in Israel, right? W- of which there are plenty more. Uh, there are Arab towns, or mostly, you know, mostly populated by Arabs in um, in in Israel, and uh, that's the way it is. And no one
1: says, no one calls it a settlement. They, they call by it the a way, town. And, and look how wonderfully it plays into the apartheid meme that you brought up a minute ago. Yeah. The Jews create a neighborhood. They call it a settlement. It's assaulted by people who want to kill these wonderful Jews who are just living their right. lives in the Promised Land. Right. So the Jews have to then build a fence to protect their neighborhood. Right. Right. And by the way, I think in these neighborhoods, because you have, I believe, open property law in mm-hmm. Israel, an Arab could buy a home in a settlement, sure. can't they? As long as you want to, it's like real estate: a willing buyer, willing seller, to a transaction. There's, right? There's no restriction, on that. right? And so, how No one ever talks about how many Arab descent uh, uh, people live in a Jewish, in quotes, right, settlement. Right. right. But then they build the fence, and then to to protect the neighborhood, and then it's accused of apartheid. Right. Well, who's creating the separation? It's not the Jews. Right. No, they. It's it's so silly. It, it, it,
0: it's beyond belief because uh, we we have a border with Mexico. We have, and not well, we used to. From yeah. what I understand, we used to. We, we have a border with Mexico, but not only that, but we have borders uh, in our regular lives. So the, there are fences around people's homes. There are fences
1: around business properties. There's a sign uh, half a mile from here that says, welcome to the city of Santa Monica. Right. We're in Los Angeles. That's Santa Monica. They're different.
0: Right. They're different. And, and, uh, but but even, even if there's an actual security fence around, right, with yeah. dogs and everything else, no one begrudges them for, for doing that. No one calls that an apartheid fence. It's just a fence to, to protect bad guys from coming in or stealing, as the case may be. And, uh, but, but look, this is nonsense. We know it's nonsense. But these, these are the words that flow into the language, and we have to constantly fight them like, like uh,
1: space invaders. You
0: know, you gotta, That's right. You got to come like down video from the game. sky, and it's like a video game, you got to
1: shoot them all down. Yeah, and we see these in more mundane areas of life. For instance, urban planning here in Los Angeles. You know, you hear like uh, open space development, light rail, right. bike lanes. Right. You know, what, what is a bike lane? Well, bike lane in actuality is a racing space on the road for cars. Right. That's what it is. it's not. It's, a, it's not opening things length. for bike. Well, but but
0: bigger phrases like yeah. multiculturalism. Yeah. Okay, that's a very good example. that just comes to mind right away. Uh, it sounds so nice, multiculturalism. But what it really is is balkanization. Right. The idea of, of, you know, destroying anything that that once was.
1: Yeah. uh, Rather than us being Americans, you are this hyphen, I'm that hyphen. And we will never be able to understand each other because we took this class in college that educated us to understand that we can't understand each other because of our uh, inflicted historical ills that your ancestors did to mine.
0: Ironically, that's apartheid.
1: Right. That's right. apartheid.
0: <laughs> um, and, and, and they claim that to want it, which is very funny. Uh, going back quickly to our apartheid, Israel, on the one hand, you know, they, want is- they claim to be Israel to be an apartheid state, which we know is not, of course. But when it comes to uh, – the, the irony is that when it comes to the Arab states
1: – Yeah, they, they expel w- their Jews. They, they expel
0: their Jews. And, and the left – actually wants to enforce apartheid that's the funniest thing. right they don't want to mingle the jews in in, in the west bank or in any other it's, it their their sense is the jew, the jews with a capital j do not
1: belong in the west bank at all no the jews belong in era, in israel proper right. and all non jew areas must be juden free right it's juden it, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's just unbelievable right but then but then
0: the funny thing is, you can't win with these people because
1: yeah. uh, I, I remember. Well, they say you pin them down; I, I, they they will uh, you know, they get all upset, and start crying, you know. In, in well, the but argument, then you can't, Or they change the the yeah, goalposts. But, but, but
0: listen, listen. So on the, the, um, Israel proper, because you mentioned that phrase, Israel proper is you know that's a that's a, an appropriate phrase because you were talking about the the things that are not disputed. The, the disputed territories is a perfect, is a good characterization. So taking out the West Bank, taking out Gaza, which is already not. Israel doesn't have any settlements there at all or any. Borders,
1: yeah, and, any, the any, Sinai, and, and the Sinai and Jerusalem and the Golan. Take away all that. <laughs> you know, go to Israel proper. That. Yeah.
0: But, and then you tell to somebody on the left, like, um, what Israel is all about. This is a homeland for Jews. Okay? Then they say, y- you mean that other people can't be there? You can't, it's not open to any, everybody of every faith? Well, there are a lot of Christians. There are a lot of Muslims. There are a lot of uh, Hindu and, and Baha'i. But it, principally, if you're Jewish, then you have the right of return and you get, in a sense, priority. You, you are Israeli automatically. They get very offended by that. And they think that that should just be, you know, that law should be wiped out. That is in and of itself, they say, apartheid-like. Yeah. And so they really want all of Israel gone. That's, right. that's the reality. Because,
1: because the reality historically has been Jews have only been safe when uh, uh, the state of Israel is in existence. Right. either. Pre-diaspora or post-Holocaust, right. post-World War II, I should say more accurately, and the fact that you the, that the Jewish state of Israel was was founded was to be a homeland safe for Jews, right. a place where Jews could escape persecution, not close to others, but safe for this group of people right. because no other place in the world is safe for these people without this place, right. and for some reason that entire notion offends the left. But if you Made the same argument about say Liberia for right. West African slaves returning to to the African continent from places where they had lived in in shackles historically right. oh there 's no problem there let's let 's think about some other phrases
0: that are out there
1: oh that, fairness fairness
0: yeah uh
1: equitable fair yeah. share yeah.
0: fair fair share is my favorite yeah that's that 's a good one. Fair share, because it does suggest so many wonderful connotations. And then, and
1: then like, the, it, it, the it,
0: it, Well, first of all, it assumes that uh, in, in the case of fair share, because it's always... That people applied, are paying fair share now. Because <laughs> it always it applies to tax, yeah. uh, tax laws, so... Um, or or oh, minimum wage, hold on, hold on, sorry. On. <laughs> I, I know you want to <laughs> jump in there, but I, I just, I, I have some th- thoughts in there. And it, it implies the word fair share it's always used in connection with tax rates, right? Yeah. So... With tax rates, if they're saying the rich shall pay their fair share, that's, a, that's an automatic phrase. It, 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 it evokes so many visuals to anybody listening, right? It, and, it, and, of course, it makes many assumptions, the major assumption being that they're not paying their fair share already. And to a low-information voter, which is in and of itself a phrase, I suppose, but it's a, it's a but legitimate it's very phrase. Accurate it's very accurate. very accurate. To a low-information voter, of which there are many, uh, they hear that phrase and they, they feel like, oh, yeah, people are not paying their fair share. That's really not right. And, and as if the Republicans are saying, as if they're saying, um, we, we should be entitled to not pay our fair share. That, that, that's, that's the dynamic that they've created successfully. Language is very powerful and you have to watch it all the time, constantly watch it. We, we do this in law, by the way, all the time. Um, not so much as actually phrasing, although phrasing is very important. It's what you decide to emphasize and what you decide to leave kind of out or maybe de-emphasize. Sometimes you might have five great points, but you want to bring out a certain key point as the main point. Boom, you want to hit that point hard, and then everything else flows from there. Sometimes you have 10, 20 great examples of some sort of abuse by uh, a defendant, let's say, abuse of a contract or violation of a contract. The temptation is to list all of them and I generally tell my associates, don't. <laughs> Pick five, at most, maybe even four, and just say, just four out of the hat, ladies and gentlemen, the jury. They fail to pay on time. They fail to pay any money whatsoever. That sort of thing. And these are, uh, these are choices that people make. Um, other other uh, examples that you can think of anything, right now, I mean, not necessarily Israel. Um, but but the fair share. Yeah, that was a great
1: one. In any Obama speech, you hear them uh, over and over. There's the strong yeah. man arguments used. Um, right. Well, pro-choice is another great Pro-choice example. is a wonderful pro-choice, one.
0: Pro-choice evokes – and yeah. they'll say pro-life is also yeah. a wonderful. Oh, point.
1: this one. Working families. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. What the hell does that
0: mean? Right. Well, uh, oh, uh yeah, pro-choice, of course, suggests that, that we're against
1: choice. Right, because if you're not pro-choice, you must be against right. choice. And who? Oh, right. what kind of monster right. would be against we're, choice? We're,
0: we're against murder, right. and that's why we say pro-life, pro- because it
1: evokes the notion of pro-death on yeah. the other side. But once they took the pro-choice... Ground right. of freedom of choice. That that image. It didn't matter if we call ourselves pro lollipops. We were. We might be pro lollipops, but we're against choice. <laughs> we might be pro leprechauns and rainbows, but we're against choice. Yes. We're pro puppies and kittens and unicorns, but we're against choice. Right. So that that is the the, the problem
0: that, that is presented all the time with us. There was one other phrase that just ah uh, just lost it right now, but there's so many of them. Um, you have. Uh, the, the democratic principles the, 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 the entire elected, here's oh, the phrase, here's the phrase i think homeless yes okay, I remember when that phrase kind of came into being it was during it was during the mid 80s Reagan administration yeah he was blamed for the homeless. homeless yeah, that was the new phrase du jour yeah. and he, uh, before they were called bums um you know the he, at the best they were called poor. But they
1: now all of a sudden it's officially homeless. Like I prefer calling them shiftless. That was my favorite. Well, remember remember that? Derelicts. Terror. But you were right. When they became homeless, they were suddenly humanized to a level right. where it wasn't their fault. It evokes, it's, it's, it evokes, it evokes sympathy. It evokes. Right.
0: It tells them what they are without. It reminds me of a Simpsons episode where it was just a very funny show. Uh, Chief Wingham, who's the police uh, character. I mean, he really is a character. Chief Wingham. Chief Wingum. And so he's chasing the bad guy, Snake. And he's running off and he's stolen something and you see Chief Wickham chasing it and he says I'm pursuing a car or so or some such yeah. um, and it's um uh, and the, 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 the description of the suspect is He's not wearing a hat. He is hatless, folks. Hatless.
1: he's, he's and, restricted and, 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 by the political correctness.
0: Right, right. Right. No, no, no. Not even that. It's just like that's all he can think of because he can't describe it any other. He can't think of anything else to say, so he's hatless. Right. So you see Homer listening to this on TV because it's, it's on TV. I hope they get that hatless bastard in jail soon. <laughs> like he's already adopted the phraseology. So, which are, so, so there we go with the word homeless, right? Here's a person, and you've decided that he's homeless.
1: Really? How do you know? How do you know he's without a home? Yeah, that, that <laughs> place under the freeway overpass, that looked like a home to me. Yeah, but, but, that shanty he's crashing in in the next to the good neighborhood in Malibu, that looked like a home. Well, a lot of people who are supposedly homeless are
0: not homeless at all. They don't have a home. They, they do have a home. I mean, I'm not even talking about under a bridge yeah. or a shanty. They actually
1: have a a home. home. What about all the actors who poses homeless people to do experiments? My wife went to acting class with James Franco, the movie star. He would do that. He would panhandle. He'd tell us he could make 150 bucks a day panhandling as an experiment. You could easily do that. He had a home. Look, there are other um,
0: phrases that um, just come to mind about, uh, uh, well, like, okay, hold on, hold on, Uh, diversity.
1: Oh, right? diversity. That's diversity, a one.
0: right. Because it suggests that the that the when they when a campus says or a, a company says we are a very diverse company, all they're saying is we've got a lot of different color, skin color. Yeah. Or maybe they'll they'll talk about different nationalities, but really they're talking about skin color. So they mostly Mexican and mostly black and maybe Indian, and that's it. But in, in every other respect, they're not not diverse at all. They they are not necessarily diverse in religion. They're not certainly not diverse
1: in political thought. uh, Political differences, especially on university campuses. No, and and at companies, it says nothing about whether or not they make a good product or have a good service. Right. We're diverse. Use us. Right. Yeah, but can you fix the problem? Who cares? We're diverse. That's exactly right. Oh, another phrase. Another can phrase. I tell you something really funny yeah. about that? Uh, you know, we will both work out this wonderful uh, health club. Oh yeah, place, the gym. Yeah. You know, until they're a sponsor of the show, I won't name them. Right. But uh, you know, we hang out this very stylish place where you know celebrities can be seen naked in the steam room. You know. Yeah. They're unfortunately, sun. they're only males for us. <laughs> so, somehow, that's a run right of the deal. <laughs> you must be going at the wrong times. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I'm working out there, and uh, there's a trainer who's or. It, you know, it was, it was one of those people uh, from the office giving a tour to a prospective member. Right. And um, the uh, member was of some minority group of some mm-hmm. sort. Mm-hmm. So the person must have been you know, educated, the tour trainer, the person who was giving the tour was obviously trained to emphasize something right. diversity. And they're saying, this club is very diverse. Don't be intimidated by the West L.A. Country Club nature of this club. We're diverse. And I heard it. I wheeled around. I said, we are not diverse. Right. There's only one kind of person here. The oh, oh, horror. I said, the only people here are cool people. So you should join. Be right. cool. Right. And the tour trainer didn't even laugh, of course, because you know they've been trained to shut down all emotion. Right. That's right. The person being given the tour laughed really hard and said, that's awesome. Right. You're right. I want to be cool. Right, right. Uh, who wants diversity? Who wants a bunch of nerds right. with the cool? I only want cool people. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's, your, your office not diverse. This is not a diverse workplace. Only cool people are here. You know? The, the phrase, um, another phrase that comes to mind is hate crime. Um, now,
0: what, apparently, hate crime only means some things. Um, and it, and it, it fluctuates by day.
1: Yeah, because if you just commit a random murder, that must have not been. You must have not hated the person you murdered. Right. Yeah, as if it matters to the person being killed. You know, if you hated them or not. Yeah, that's right. You know, from <laughs> their standpoint, they're dead. And <laughs> what uh, about being raped? I was raped. Yeah, but the person did hate you. Oh, that makes it so much better. Right. And these people, and, and a lot of
0: people will say, and maybe they're correct, maybe they're not. That, that a typical rapist does so not not out of lust, but out of uh, uh, hatred toward a woman. Maybe, uh, I don't know about that. There, well, there are crimes of would vi- know about that. Oh, that <laughs> there are crimes of violence, not crimes of of passion, and uh, that's what they claim. But whatever, it, let's say it is a crime of violence. Then it is, in fact, a hate crime. Then every rape is a is a hate crime, uh, and does that elevate the rape
1: beyond what it is? I it. I, I don't even know where to begin with this. Then, Every then, crime of violence have... is a hate crime. Right. Every play on a football field is a hate crime. Right. Every good play. I was watching the hockey game last night. There were some great hits. The Kings Pond, the Sharks. Every one of those, I hope, was a hate crime. Because, you know, right. you want the passion of hatred of the other, for your team to do the other team. Right. We so, have kids now. That right? We, that's right.
0: We have kids that um, are dealing with uh, the, the following phrases. That's not appropriate. Uh, self-esteem,
1: and uh, there was one other. Is it green or recycling or something?
0: Yeah, that's right. Something about being green. Be you know, think of the earth, that sort of thing. These are phrases that are loaded with meaning, and we, you and I, pick up on them very quickly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we play word association. Say them to me, and we'll play the game. Okay. Can...
0: Uh, green, communism.
1: <laughs> I see where this
0: is going. Um, uh, so Self-esteem. Communism. Save the save the whales. Communism. <laughs> I do not know if this is where it's going. Jane Fonda. Communist. <laughs> All right.
1: Did I win? Russia. <laughs> communist. <laughs> so Democrat Party. Communist.
0: But they're very they're very engaged in the uh, the, the notion of uh of um, you know liberation for uh, other religions, for example but they 're not at all engaged in the defense of Christianity or judaism it 's only about islam that 's the only way that they can um, word that up but but the the jihadists, not the Muslims, but the jihadists who are into this. well okay Sorry. <laughs> the jihadists know that they can play with these words and they trot it out so
1: brilliantly, and they 're always one step ahead. One step ahead. It's because they really know what the words mean, and they prey on a low-information public that doesn't really understand the meaning of the words. Mm -hmm. That Islam in itself means to submit. And that when you see people dying in a, uh, let's say, the the murderous attack on the soldier in England by the cleaver-wielding jihadist, he forced the victim to submit. Mm -hmm. Because that submitted victim is now... In, from his ideology, meeting Allah right now and answering for his lack of faith. You, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Now, they understand all that. But when we hear it, we go, oh, I guess we're just not sensitive to the diversity of the green movement and, the- right. well, so- and, sometimes- <laughs> and then we suddenly feel guilt and we didn't murder anyone. They murdered someone. Shouldn't they feel the guilt? And sometimes...
0: Uh, sometimes it'll words you can see how they're trying to change the the, uh, the phraseology on us without success. For example, uh, changing the war on terror to contingent. What was it? Contingent contingency
1: something? operations.
0: Contingency operations. I can barely say it. Or the it. Fort
1: I, Hood massacre became. Wait wait, 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 wait,
0: No, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the contingency operations. Yeah. Overseas contingency operations. That's I think that's what it is. How they think that people are going to be able to kind of spit that out on a regular basis is a is a mystery to me. Even the war on terror was a loose phrase, but nevertheless, it, and because it should have been the war against Islamic fundamentalism or jihad, but uh, that was too much a uh, too much to ask. And so here we are saying uh, overseas contingency operations. Contingent upon what? What is an operation? And the overseas, I guess makes sense. But that's I didn't know
1: it. Boston, the marathon site, was over a sea.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. Who knew? I didn't know New York was
1: over a sea. Well, right. the, the East
0: River, sort of. It's a big river. Well, if you go west, uh, you know, from here, you'll probably cross a couple of oceans. So that that would be fair then. But, Great Lakes, <laughs> underwear bomber <laughs> no. over Detroit. But uh, what's what's what is this contingency business? Contingent contingent upon what? Oh, what about an operation?
1: I mean, a lot of operations are good operations. You sure. know. Like that one where I had my integral toenail.
0: That felt good. Right. They're clearly trying. The point is they're trying to dilute the phrase. They're taking the power out of the words uh, by calling it something completely differently. Yeah. Um, And uh, that's where that's what we're seeing. And and I guess the ultimate point of this podcast is really to to ferret this out, understand what is
1: happening and uh, maybe demurring to it. Well, I think it also makes an important point, which is the true Orwellian oppression comes from the left. Right. By Orwellian, I mean from Orwell's 1984, where the whole sort of character of Winston Smith, his job was to eliminate words from the dictionary so you could eliminate words from speech, thus eliminating words from thought, thus eliminating thought. Right. Thus having a lower information voter at the end of the process than you had at the beginning. And then you repeat, yeah. and the person becomes lower and lower information because you've eliminated it, words.
0: Here, here's the point, folks. The point is. Be careful with your words. Uh, No, not with with your words, but rather listen carefully to the words that people are saying to you. Whether it comes from the TV, especially from your politicians, they are very carefully crafting what they say to you. And don't get sucked in. Call a spade a spade. Call it like it is. Um, Terror is terror. War is war. Um, evil, murder is
1: murder. Murder is murder.
0: Evil is evil. Um, and we, they don't even allow it to say evil anymore. Um, lacking self-esteem is uh, like saying the, the same thing. is a brat. <laughs> that's what it is. Um, spoiled brat. That's right. Spoiled brat at that. Um, so... These are spoiled
1: rat in need of a spanking. Okay. <laughs> remember, that's illegal too. But, now. I'm,
0: but I'm not going there. I'm, I'm, I want. I just want us to understand that the, you are going to be playing. You, the listener, will be playing game, the, the game of Space Invaders. And if you're old enough, you may remember that's that one of the first video games where you have a little spaceship at the bottom of the screen, and you're shooting upward to the top of the screen, and all these things are kind of flooding down like rain. These are missiles, and you, and you have to shoot them down to make sure that none of them, or as few of them, get past you as possible. So it is with these words, and we just need to be ever vigilant about it. Don't let, don't get sucked into it. That's that's. So when, when just as, as an easy example, when people talk about Israel and the word apartheid, don't play into that, uh, and you can simply just demur to it right away and say, that's nonsense. You, you don't know what you're talking about. Just say it right away.
1: Just say it yeah, off the cuff. Do not, do not argue on yeah. using those words. If someone says, since Israel is an apartheid state, what do you think of X, Y, Z? First, destroy the context of the question and say, right. Israel is not an apartheid state. That term is loaded and used to create a, a false impression. Ask the question differently right? without yeah. bias in your yeah. language. Right. Then uh, and then the words occupy, it's a false that's a
0: false word. The settlements we talked about. Fair
1: share, diversity, fair share. everything.
0: All these words are flooding into the lexicon, and we just have to be ever vigilant. Yeah,
1: if someone asks you if you're green, say no. I support free market economics and free enterprise, and it's free enterprise that saves the environment, not being green. This has been <laughs> the Lurie Law Show podcast yeah. we're, we're in a uh, we've been in an irascible mood today so <laughs> see you next time <laughs> next we time. need our medications
0: see you next time folks really a pleasure hope you enjoy a little Wilco as we go
1: new this to the end